Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Do Hard Things podcast. I'm your host, Jay Teagues, high-performance coach, leadership speaker, and today I want to talk about life. I'm recording this on 21 May 2021. We are living in some very precarious times. It seems like we're on the coming out of the pandemic, and the world is very uncertain at the moment. And the conundrum that I'm finding myself in is that with so much abundance and so many opportunities, I don't know, it, you would just think that everyone appears to be so unsettled. The world is a, it just, everyone has a very, I don't know, it just has a very negative feel. There's a lot of gloom and doom. And I'm trying to stay disconnected from it because the more that I subscribe to it on social media, the more that I pay attention to it, it makes me, it affects my mood. And when I'm detached from it and I'm not paying that close attention and I'm focused on myself and my kids and my connections and the the projects that I'm doing, I just feel better. I'm coming off a week where I was feeling incredibly stressed. I'm, I'm still working. I'm still on active duty. I'm doing some work where I'm covering down for some people. We we have a lot of things going on at work and I'm I'm new, I'm fairly new in this role and there's some I don't know, it's just not it's not the type of work where I feel that I shine, so I'm kind of struggling with it. I'm also covering down on a couple roles, you know, trying to balance being a single dad of triplet teenage daughters is also very trying and the weeks that I have them can be very uh, just challenging to get everything that I need to get done. I'm trying to, you know, get to work. I'm, I'm currently doing 75 hard. So there's some additional tasks there. I am trying to, you know, get the kids off to Taekwondo and just trying to balance everything in itself is, is tough on top of, you know, coaching, consulting, creating a podcast, all the things that I'm doing. Right. And not to say, I'm not complaining about any of that. I'm just saying I just had a, a just a really tough week. I went to Oregon the week prior and just coming off a vacation and trying to play catch up. I just got to a point where I was just feeling kind of stressed, feeling a little bit down on myself, if you will. That's the great human dynamic. And here I am, a high performance coach, right? And I'm like, I'm down. Well, you know what? That's the human dynamic. Anyone that tells you, even even performance coaches, if they tell you that they don't have downtime or they're not feeling on their A game, you know, they're full of shit. So here I am. I'm coming off of a week where I'm feeling kind of down. And when I got that point, when I got to that point, I'm like, okay, I need a day where I just kind of, you know, we call it breakout time. Breakout time is what I teach. I need breakout time for myself. It's a three to four hour block of time where I just kind of disconnect from everyone and kind of, you know, fill my cup, right? So what I did was I went up to uh, Columbia, Missouri uh, to see my girlfriend and I brought my bike and she had to, you know, go to uh, her kids' soccer games and things like that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ride my bike. I'm going to go get some coffee. I'm just going to kind of disconnect. And I spent four hours and, and Columbia's got some great greenway. So I was able to get out there, get my heart rate up, drink some coffee, do some people watching downtown. It was graduation weekend. I felt really good. I ate some good food and I really disconnected uh, from the world for a minute. While I was sitting in the coffee shop, um, I was 
drinking my coffee. I was scrolling. I saw this. I saw this letter from Holly Butcher, and I've seen this letter before. But it was just the the, the time and space of when I saw it, it. I just sat there drinking my coffee, thinking about this. Holly Butcher wrote a letter to the world in 2019, and she wrote this letter 24 hours before she passed away with her battle against Ewing sarcoma, a very rare form of terminal illness that affects young people. She was 27 when she passed away. Holly Butcher was from Grafton, New South Wales, Australia, and she came to grip with grips with her mortality as a cancer patient. She decided to write an open letter that she wrote 24 hours before she passed about lessons she learned reflecting on her you know, her experience with stage four cancer and how that experience made her value every second of her remaining life on earth. So I want to read this to you. I remember reading this letter when it was first published, but sitting on the side of the uh, coffee shop outside drinking my coffee on that morning after kind of feeling sorry for myself and just being kind of frustrated with the world in my breakout time, you know, it really, really hit home with me, especially with everything that's going on and everything that I see and just seeing how unsettled people are. So I'm going to read you this letter. And if you'd like to read it, you can, um, I'll put the link in the show notes where you can go to my blog and read the whole thing if you'd like, or even print it out. So this is dated January 3rd at 2316. Holly Butcher. A bit of advice from Hall. It's a strange thing to realize and accept your mortality at 26 years young. It's just one of those things you ignore. The day ticks by, and you just expect they will keep on coming, until the unexpected happens. I always imagined myself growing old, wrinkled, and gray, most likely caused by the beautiful family, lots of kitties, I planned on building with the love of my life. I want that so bad it hurts. It's the thing about life. It is fragile, precious, unpredictable, and each day is a gift, not a given right. I'm 27 now. I don't want to go. I love my life. I'm happy. I owe that to my loved ones, but the control is out of my hands. I haven't started this note before I die so that death is feared. I like the fact that we are mostly ignorant to its inevitability. Except when I walk to talk about it and it's treated like a taboo topic that will just never happen to any of us. That's been a bit tough. I just want people to stop worrying so much about the small, meaningless stresses in life. And try to remember that we all have the same fate after, after it all. So you do what you can to make your time feel worthy and great, minus the bullshit. I have dropped lots of my thoughts below as I have had a lot of time to better life these last few months. Of course, it's the middle of the night when these random things pop into my head most. Those times you're whinging about ridiculous things. Something I've noticed so much these past few months. Just think about someone who is really facing a problem. Be grateful for your minor issue and get over it. It's okay to acknowledge that something is annoying, but try not to carry on about it and negatively, and negatively affect other people's days. Once you do that, get out there and take a freaking big breath of that fresh Aussie air deep in your lungs and look at how blue the sky is and how green the trees are. It's so beautiful. Think how lucky you are to be able to do just that. Breathe. You might have got caught in bad traffic today. Or had a bad sleep because your beautiful babies kept you awake. Or your hairdresser cut your hair too short. Your new fake nails may have gotten a chip. Your boobs are too small. Or you have cellulite on your arse and your belly is wobbling. Let all that shit go. I swear you'll never be thinking of those things when it's your turn to go. When you look at life as a whole. 
I'm watching my body waste away right now before my eyes with nothing I can do about it. And all I wish for now is that I could just have one more birthday or Christmas with my family or just one more day with my partner and dog. Just one more. I hear people complaining about how terrible work is or about how hard it is to exercise. Be grateful you're physically able to. Work and exercise may seem like such trivial things until your body doesn't allow you to do either of them anymore. I try to live a healthy life. In fact, that was probably my major passion. Appreciate your good health and functioning body, even if it isn't your ideal size. Look after it and embrace how amazing it is. Move it and nourish it with fresh food. Don't obsess over it. Remember there are more aspects to good health than physical body. Work just as hard on finding your mental, emotional, and spiritual happiness too. That way you might realize just how insignificant and unimportant having this stupidly portrayed perfect social media body really is. While on this topic, delete any account that pops up on your newsfeed that gives you any sense of feeling of shit about yourself. Friend or not, be ruthless for your own well-being. Be grateful for each day that you don't have pain and even those days where you feel unwell with, with flu, a sore back or sprained ankle, accept it's shit but be thankful it isn't really life-threatening and it'll go away. Winge less people and help each other out more. Give, give, give. It is true that you gain more happiness doing things for others than doing them for yourself. I wish I did this more. Since I have been sick, I have met the most incredibly giving and kind people and been the receiver of the most thoughtful and loving words and support from my family, friends, and strangers. More than I could ever give in return. I will never forget this and will forever be grateful to all these people. It's a weird thing having money to spend at the end. When you're dying, it's not a time you go out and buy material things that you usually would, like a new dress. It makes you think how silly it is and how we think it's worth spending so much money on new clothes and things in our lives. Buy your friends something kind instead of another or another dress, beauty product, or jewelry for that next wedding. One, no one cares if you wear the same thing twice. Two, it feels good. Take them out for a meal, or better yet, cook them a meal. Shout their coffee. Give. Buy them a plant, a massage, or a candle. And tell them that you love them when you give it to them. Value other people's times. Don't keep them waiting because you are shit at being on time. Get ready earlier. If you're one of those people and appreciate that your friends want to share their time with you, not sit by themselves waiting on a mate, you will gain respect too. Amen, sister. This year, our family agreed to do no presents, and despite the tree looking rather sad and empty, I nearly cracked Christmas Eve. It was so nice because people didn't have the pressure of shopping, and the effort went into writing a nice card for each other. Plus, imagine my family trying to buy me a present knowing they will probably end up with it themselves. It might seem lame, but those cards mean more to me than any impulse purchase could. Mind you, it was also easier to do in our house because we had no little kitties there. Anyway, moral of the story, presents are not needed for a meaningful Christmas. Moving on. Use your money on experiences. Or at least don't miss out on experiences because you spent all your money on material shit. Put it in the effort to do that day trip to the beach you keep putting off. Dip your feet in water and dig your toes into the sand. Wet your face with salt water. Get amongst nature. Try just enjoying and being in moments rather than capturing them through the screen of your phone. Life isn't meant to be lived through a screen, nor is it about getting that perfect photo. Enjoy the bloody moment, people. Stop trying to capture it for everyone else. Random rhetorical question. 
Are those several hours you're spending doing your hair and makeup each day or going out for one night really worth it? I've never understood this about females. Get up early sometimes and listen to the birds while you watch the beautiful colors the sun makes as it rises. Listen to music. Like, really listen. Music is therapy. Old is best. Cuddle your dog. Far out. I will miss that. Talk to your friends. Put down your phone. Are they doing okay? Travel if it's your desire. Don't if it's not. Work to live. Don't live to work. Seriously, do what makes your heart feel happy. Eat the cake. Zero guilt. Say no to things you really don't want to do. Don't feel pressured to do what other people might think is fulfilling. You might want a mediocre life, and that's okay too. Tell your loved ones that you love them every time you get a chance and love them with everything you have. Also, remember if something is making you miserable, you do not have the power to change it. In work or love or whatever it may be, have the guts to change. You don't know how much time you've got on this earth, so don't waste it being miserable. I know this is said all the time, but it couldn't be more true. Anyway, that's just this one young gal's life advice. Take it or leave it. I don't mind. Oh, and one last thing. If you can, do a good deed for humanity and myself and start regularly donating blood. It will make you feel good with the added bonus of saving lives. I feel like it's something that is so overlooked considering every donation can save three lives. That is a massive impact each person can have. And the process really is so simple. Blood donation. More bags than I could keep up with in counting help keep me alive for an extra year. A year! A year I will be forever grateful that I got to spend it here on Earth with my family, my friends, and dog. A year I had some of the greatest times of my life. Till we meet again, Hall, XOXO. That was a powerful letter that... uh, that I knew that I had to, uh, to come on the podcast and, and read to you as I was sitting there at the coffee shop, thinking about my life, this really just really hit home with me. Like my problems are really trivial. It made the rest of the day far more enjoyable. When I got back out on my bike, I was just, you know, I was out on the trail. I was looking at the springtime and just looking at the trees and the leaves hearing the, the crunch of the, my, my tires on, on the gravel, and just, just grateful that I have the health to go out and enjoy, you know, life. And that, you know, a lot of my problems are just that. They're so very trivial. And we're squandering so much of our energy and so much of our time on things that just don't matter. So here's advice from someone that has lived their life and ultimately left this planet. And this is her final advice. And we should take that advice. Someone that has been there. We we are all going to face the end of our life and we don't know when that's going to be. So just realize with all of the chaos and uneasiness of the world, just consider disconnecting from that. Your life, chances are, Yes, we all have struggles and we all have problems, but is it really that bad? Is it worth spending time arguing with people on the internet? Is it worth trying to get that great photo for social media? You know, less is more. Less is more. Live a more purposeful and meaningful life. And uh, that's really all I have for this episode of the Do Hard Things podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to listen 
I appreciate all of you. I appreciate the opportunity that I have to do this. I have received so many messages of support and appreciation, and it's very humbling to be able to do this project. And, um, you know, the things that I talk about, the people that I interview for this podcast, they're meaningful to me. And I'm glad to see that other people are gaining value. So once again, I appreciate you. In the meantime, keep doing hard things, and we will see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share. I would also love to know your thoughts and opinions. You can connect and follow me at JTEGS on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to join our free 75 Hard community, go on over to www.jteegs.com forward slash 75 Hard. We'll get you connected with other like-minded people who are doing hard things and on the path to developing mental toughness. Also, please take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. This will help us get those hard-to-reach guests as we build the community. If you want to level up and take the next step on the rung of personal development, then check out The Forge, an exclusive community dedicated to personal growth and development. You can go to www.jteags.com forward slash community to learn more about it. Thank you for listening. And in the meantime, do hard things.